Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Thanks for the tea, by the way. Wait, can you read that? Yeah. It's my... Wait, do I do it in an accent or do I do it in an accent? <laughs> or just like, okay, I'm going to try and do it in an accent. Is Mate Leom Coupante? That was actually really good. Really? Oh my god, that really? was the best. Really? What does yeah. that mean? It's Mate Leom Coupante. It uh, means I love tea. Oh, it's Mate Leom Coupante. <laughs> that was actually really good. You kind of sounded yeah. like you didn't sound like the hacky Irish accent that everybody yeah. does. Hello, Mate. No, 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 that's British. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> um, okay. No, what's what's so a hacky Irish Irish accent? Tap it a morning to ya. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Blimey. No, that's still British. That's, that's still British. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. still British. I yeah. used to have a joker, I'd be like, but I just haven't. I've just, I've ditched it. I might bring it back, but how when people do my accent, the lowest start off with an Irish, like an old hacky Irish, and yeah. then like quickly transition into a British accent because yeah, yeah. they're like, top of the morning to you, cup of tea, yeah, isn't yeah. it? And you're like, all right. <laughs> you're just mixing up all the countries yeah, really. here. It's, it's funny. So, like, one of my relatives, she is Scottish. She lives in Scotland. And, uh, She's like a family friend I've known since we were kids. And every time we're on the phone, we talk for like hours. And I swear to God, it's something about the accent because towards the end, I start speaking in her accent a little bit. Or maybe it could be a me thing because I'm like fascinated. I don't know. Like I, mimicking think, people. I think that happens to a lot of people, um, uh, especially when it comes to like funny musical accent so like scottish yeah. northern irish irish yeah uh yeah i think people just can't help it even nova scotia or no no where's that place it's like uh we're for uh india no 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 <laughs> yeah people yeah, do yeah. that and they should yeah, not yeah, do that yeah, yeah. don't do that just don't do that one <laughs> um where's the one it's like an american accent but it kind of sounds canadian and it was where oh, the like minnesota the wood the wood chipper i don't know but, but minnesota is like canadian kind of yeah and they're like don't you know? Yeah. So, you know, yeah. when you hear people like that, I'm like, who? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I can't yeah, help yeah, it. Yeah, I start yeah, sounding yeah. like a pigeon. Because <laughs> for me, like I moved to Minnesota when I moved to America and I was there for like 10 years. And I still remember the first time I came to New York, I asked a lady for directions and she was like, wow, you have a nice accent. It's very different. And I was like, yeah, I'm from Pakistan. She goes like, nah, that's not it. <laughs> it's Midwest or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Well, thanks. Yeah. I don't think I have a Midwestern accent, but I feel like I do like elongate my words more than. But you learned because you've only been here ten years. 
yeah in america 11 now and where yeah. did you learn did you learn english in pakistan or here uh, i learned it as a second language in pakistan but we started when i was like in sixth grade or something like that and then when i moved here that's when i started speaking so the first time i actually spoke english yeah you know regularly was when i moved to america yeah. so you probably just picked <coughs> up from the midwestern english yeah that's, that's yeah that makes sense yep, that makes yep. total sense because it was there and yeah it was it was weird because like at first i had a really thick accent i still have an accent when I'm like really sleepy, it comes out. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I've never... <laughs> yeah. He- I always just hear an American accent. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't tell that it's like not American? When you said 10 years the first time we met, I was like, wow. Really? Like, <laughs> you were more intelligent than everybody. <laughs> just because I feel like learning a second language is so hard. And most Irish people, we struggle with learning Irish. Yeah. And so then when I have friends who uh, learn English, I'm like, wow, that's like amazing. And then I have friends who like manage to like learn the accent from whatever like look at natalie she's not even here three years but she learned the english yeah, off that is true american shows so that she has like true. a perfect american accent and yeah. i'm like even though like it'd be totally actually it would sound better if you didn't have an american accent yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know if she was still had her french sexy uh, <laughs> when she speaks french and arabic it's like sexy and like oh like uh, literally like i don't know how to it's like empa- it sounds powerful french I, it's like because she does when yeah. I, i've heard her speak she does a mixture of french and arabic and it yeah it's a it's like i was like Beautiful. wow yeah. oh my god natalie I've, I've ne- <laughs> <laughs> i haven't heard her speak anything other than english but next time i see her i'm like hey natalie alcar yeah say something in french <laughs> yeah yeah and the way her name is pronounced because it's uh, not meant to be like Natalie, the way people pronounce here, but it's like, what? It, how does it like, it's Natalie? Yeah, Natalie. Yeah. Oh. Natalie. Yeah. But I always feel like, Natalie. I, wa- I want to pronounce <laughs> people's names properly, but then I'm like, I don't want to sound like I'm also like slagging you. No, do you know? mine is Motosham. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try that. I think it's a T that throws people off. I was like, a, and like you know, when Americans get annoyed for other people. When I saw your name spelt wrong somewhere, I was like, yeah, they, my did, name, they forgot the E. That's my is, friend. It <laughs> is so funny how many times my name is like misspelled. I know which show you're talking about because it was misspelled everywhere the show was advertised. No, and it was advertised it was in like, like big places. Yeah. So I was like, oh. And it was different every place. So I was like, oh, that's hilarious. Because yeah. my friend, who's a non-comic, she sent it to me. She texted it to me. She was like, they got your name. This is you, right? And yeah. I was like, yeah, that is me. She was like, they got the first and the last name wrong. And oh, I was like, yeah. I didn't even read the last. I was yeah, just yeah. like looking at the first, like, they just they just threw away his E. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, we don't need this, you know. <laughs> but that's fine i mean it is weird because like i was talking to my dad recently and uh you know like like it's it's a big thing in like pakistani slash muslim cultures where like names are like a big part of your uh what do you call it personality and a lot of times people have like multiple names because their parents changed their names when they were kids because they weren't like you know acting a certain way or you're, whatever you're like, they're like oh no, the name. You're, n- you're not the grace of god <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah your yeah. name changes just like little devil <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're like based on your actions i feel like little devil would be a better name for you no because like they do change it because they're like oh this name doesn't suit him so we have to like change the name and it was weird because like that happens when you're a kid my dad called i called my dad and i was like oh you know i moved to new york i'm broke and it's not going as good as i thought it would blah blah he goes like you know what you need to do change your name i, mean, I, <laughs> I swear that. to god that's amazing he was like stop letting people say mo i hate that name my dad yeah. said that he goes like have them say motosham so it's motosham is your full name yeah motosham yeah. wow i never it's, heard that i, I think i'd say most people just presume 
It's Muhammad. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had friends live with me for a week and they were like, hey, Muhammad, what's up? And I was like, you're at my place and you don't know my name? <laughs> you're like, just check my mail. Yeah, what is wrong with you? <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, pick up that check. What does it say? Does it say Muhammad anywhere? <laughs> what does uh, What does your name mean? What is the translation? Carpets. Oh, well, yeah, maybe change your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People walking all it's, over you, yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it legitimately means carpets. Like, what was your original name then? Did your parents, No, but your parents never changed it. No, so they changed. So they changed my last name. Oh. They changed it to Motasham. It was Motasham Farid, and Farid means the one. Oh. Motasham still means carpets. Well, but they didn't it was think like you the were the one. one after a while. Yeah, no. <laughs> and then my dad changed it to Motasham Yakub, and Yakub is just his name. Okay, so well, yeah. yeah, so just like his carpet, you know, like that's what he changed it to. Yeah, he's like, uh, don't let them say Mo, you're my carpet yeah, to welcome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just say Mo to show. Oh. Even right now, he's like, I was like, okay, what do you want them to like? What do you want me to change it to? He goes, I changed it to Mo to Sham Rye. Like still, Motasham, he's adamant about. It's the <laughs> last like, part. I was like, Yakub was never the problem. You understand that, right? <laughs> I love that. I don't know. We don't. Ugh, I, I feel like in Ireland it's more when names are like special for the most part is more like who it's related to but I never really yeah. thought about what they mean I know Katie translates to pure but even then it's like not Katie Katie's like a made up you yeah, know it's yeah, like yeah. they're it's like Kate or yeah, yeah. Kathleen or even yeah, in yeah. Irish there's no Irish or Katie it's like the Irish or Kate or again Kathleen or Catherine yeah. um but my it says Katie on my birth sir and Irish Americans are Irish from like the famine let's say so they've hold, oh, held okay. on to a lot of those traditions yep. and are definitely more into a lot of Irish culture than some I grew up outside the city so it was more like kind of modern let's say <clears throat> okay so every time an Irish American meets me they'll be like what's your name and I'm like Katie and they're like well what's your real name and I'm like Katie and they're like but what's your name on <laughs> yeah, your birth yeah, sir and I'm like yeah. Katie, Katie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like where are you from America nah but where really yeah. where you're from like Minnesota <laughs> yeah. I yeah. uh it's funny because like you know for you you're like oh you're Minis- Minnesota or whatever but Americans will always say to me so you're from Ireland originally and I'm like not originally I just am yeah, I'm never yeah, yeah. gonna not be from yeah, Ireland yeah, what that's, is, that's so yeah, weird yeah. I get so originally true. and if I were to be like I'm from New York that would sound insane why did I just yeah. start saying I'm from I'm not from true. New York like when people ask me where you're from, I say Pakistan. Yeah. Like, because I am, you know. I'm proud up. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it like for people who were born here because I wasn't born in America. So I get it for people who were born here. They're like, oh, no, yeah, I am from, you know. Yeah, yeah, New absolutely. York or San Francisco. And but I my parents are from whatever. And that's the thing with coming back to the accents. That's like, you know, people always do. I, my, I was just talking about this the other day, trying to explain it to someone. But uh, people would always do Irish accents and it's like silly and whatever. And we just yeah. laugh and that's fine. But um, someone was asking me about it. They were like, oh, how come it's okay? And I was like, because when it's not used to oppress Irish people. Whereas like, yeah. I feel like for people here, people do the accent to mimic them. I'm not, I make them feel not American. Whereas I am Irish. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, true. I mean, you know, you're doing a bad job and you're just embarrassing yourself with your little, your bad interpretation of an accent. Yeah. But I, I feel like for people here, it's been used to like make them feel different for like other yeah. races and stuff like that. Yeah. Other nationalities. And I feel like with accents, it's like really weird. Cause I, cause I made this a point, like before I started doing stand up, I made this a point. I was like, I'm never going to do an Indian slash Pakistani accent yeah. on stage because the reason is even to this day when I hear it on stage it's always used in a derogatory term mm-hmm. where people are laughing at the accent more than the crux of the joke or what the main yes. baseline of the joke is you know and I yeah nothing irks me more 
than seeing a brown person do an Indian accent just to get yeah laughs off of that. Oh, like I'm the same with mad. the. I've seen comedians here. <laughs> it's gonna be so funny because anybody listening is probably if they've seen this comedian, they're gonna know who exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> but I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> I've seen com- just I'll just say comedians decay. here. Um, do a like a hacky Irish accent on stage that isn't their accent, and then do an even hackier one when they're doing an impression for it. And I know I get it; it's for Americans, but I'm just like it hurts my soul because yeah. I'm like, whereas I'm trying to not misrepresent my people but i need to dumb down my accent on stage so that i'm understood and the jokes are heard i don't want them laughing because i say a word weird so i like i have a joke about my dad saying something about tuna so we say tuna but you know my my audience is mainly american i'm gonna say tuna you know, yeah, I yeah. have to, yeah, yeah. you know, I have to. So they understand in what that, you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm not going to be like, diddly eye, tuna, diddly eye. And then they're laughing at the fact that I said tuna weird yeah. instead of, and yeah, it just hurts my soul because it's like, also, please stop. I feel like Irish people don't want to be misrepresented in the hacky, like, top of the morning. And yeah. it's just an easy laugh, too. Unless you're doing it, like, I do do it to be like, oh, when you guys do an accent of me, like, that's, like, I'm pointing out that that's wrong. But when you're, oh. <laughs> or sorry uh, just an epiphany uh, or there was a me and um, a comedian mick thomas who's amazing i love mick uh-huh. thomas he's such a sweetheart when i first years ago i uh, got to host when he was headlining uh they and he, we were just chose differently like irish yeah. comics so he was headlining as an irish comedian he he doesn't do any like hacky irish stuff and yeah. then i was o- hosting and they had this irish and i say this with like that the peace what's this called peace sign bunny rabbit ears what's it? quotation marks oh yeah 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 um and so <laughs> peace sign bunny rabbit <laughs> coat <laughs> yeah i'm only funny because i don't know words yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but uh no so they had a like an op- a middler or a feature and he did a uh, irish accent like a really hacky one for 15 minutes and then said by the way i'm not really irish and oh. i just did an american accent so yeah. 15 minutes of his act is just pretending to be like a leprechaun and yeah. we we were both like cringe and like oh no and he was like yeah. a not a not not a bad person but it's like yeah stunning. i know that's like but that's like but that's like you know like th- that's the stuff you do like six months in you know you go like people go on stage like either talk in their like a different language or do an accent and we're like ah, i'm just kidding with you guys this is how i talk like, it's fine you know like you do it when you're like six months in maybe but this is a, a comedy. feature getting paid yeah like, but then you dollars. yeah but then when you get better at comedy you get out of that because you know that that's like or you, you know, don't if you're this person yeah they're like in their <laughs> 50s yeah um wait so i don't know because like for me it's weird because like i i have this relationship with the accent but you know i have a lot of I know a lot of people who still do it and and they do it good I guess you know like Russell Peters was the first person to do it and he did you know and I I feel like we should have been like done with that after him where's Russell Peters from again India oh yeah like my whole issue with these people is Peters I get mixed up with Russell Howard I was like why was he doing it Russell Peters great comedian his first special is amazing you know but then it's also like um it's also like weird because I am from Pakistan, you know, we have a lot of like they see people within the U.S., you know, and there will be people talking about, you know, stuff about like Pakistan and India, but they've never been there their whole life, you know. So that's yeah. also like a weird angle. 
yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, but that's just me. I do feel like there's a lot of people in America who um, are first generation, second generation, third generation. And because America is so focused on identity, yeah, they tend to, they have so to be like, oh, I have to pick this. Yeah, like I'll see comedians on stage and they're like, yeah, because I'm Irish and they're like so fucking American. And then like uh, uh, sometimes it makes me nearly have an aneurysm from rolling my eyes because it's like, like you were saying to me how tanned I am. Yeah. And the other night, I seen <laughs> yeah, she is. By the way, look at our <laughs> legs. I my legs are more Irish than that guy who middled. But it's just like a, <laughs> yeah. it's like a Irish stereotype. And I know there's jokes about it, and there is a lot of pale people. But there's also n- not pale people, and there's yeah. also not white people who are yeah. from Ireland. Yeah, and so. um but she was doing this joke about how pale Irish are and this is why she, like like this and oh like they're so they're we're so pale and we get sunburned and all this stuff but I was just kind of like yeah 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 we heard it before and bitch I'm tanned okay <laughs> 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 I've been wearing that factor 30 <laughs> when, when did you move to America uh Jesus in November it'll be eight years eight years yeah, yeah. what was the reason why well uh, not real reason was like I was in like 40 percent of the reason let's say was to uh, be an artist. And, okay. Uh, I had a visual art degree, so uh, I was either Berlin or here. My cousin took me on a holiday here with her for huh. her 21st, and I New just York. loved it. Yeah. So I bought the the visa and had to wait mm. a year and then came. 60% of the real reason was uh, I'd broken up a, like a long-term boyfriend. Yeah. And that always happens. <laughs> I was just like, I need to get I need a, f- a I need new a, life. I need, I need a, a new, new identity. Yeah, <laughs> Damn, it was that bad. <laughs> I mean, and he's not, I'm sure, like... Uh, a he, great person. Let's, yeah. Let's uh, put it that way. Well, for me, you nice know, person, and we were... Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not... I'm sure he's, like, grown up and stuff like that. But, I yeah. mean, it was just really toxic. And it was, like, he didn't handle the breakup really well. It was eight years ago. You were, like... Yeah, I mean, too, I think he has like you know. kids now and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so matter, I was yeah. just like, I need a, I just need a new. And I'd already cut out my mother a few years before that, so I was like, yeah. I just need, a, I need a restart in yeah, yeah, this yeah. American in dream. <laughs> <laughs> so you came here to be an artist. So did you go to school or anything like that, or no? I no, I had gone to school in Ireland, and then I worked at MoMA PS One for a while, and I fucking okay. hated that. Of course. And then I just started comedy after that. So really? I was like six months in here, and I started comedy. So, so you've so. been doing it for like almost eight years now. Uh, less it was seven years in august oh, okay. so like yeah, seven years and a then. month yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. oh that's nice yeah, yeah so but uh but i was like pretty intense with it when i started because i had given up art which is a totally ridiculous thing that yeah. i like you know my dad had spent for me to go to art college and i was like i'm going to america and they were all like oh it's really working out for yeah, her yeah, we really yeah. didn't think she's and then in I, new york she's the in city MoMA? Of art yeah, yeah and yeah. then i quit that take and he's pictures like, outside mama and send it to them yeah. and like one day you know? yeah and he's like you're gonna now do comedy in basements what the fuck okay. <laughs> yeah yeah but no um i was just like yeah if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna so i was like really i worked really hard at it um but How what do about you, what, you? Do, what, what do your parents think about you doing stand-up now oh yeah well i don't know what my mother thinks because i don't talk to her but my dad yeah. um uh and i really don't know with my stepmom either she's just like you do whatever you want yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um she doesn't really have much opinion on whatever i do okay. but when my dad um yeah he's pretty supportive of it he's That's really nice. supportive of it like wow. i mean he doesn't he did compliment me recently about my stand-up which was the first like proper compliment yeah. and that well, was what did like he say? great great punchline you know he, <laughs> yeah. he was like i i didn't expect the ending yeah. but you know that was great you're like oh my god yeah, thank you yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know, feel like as comedians, the best advi- the best compliment you can get is like, that was a smart joke. Yeah. If somebody said that to me, I would be so happy. Mm-hmm. Rather than, oh, that was hilarious, blah, blah, blah. I was like, that was a really smart, funny joke. I was like, 
thank you, you know, yeah yeah no absolutely you do yeah because yeah, sometimes i'm like some of my stuff is so silly it's not yeah. on the smart end <laughs> but i <laughs> i don't have that. a filter i try not to have a filter and just have a stream of consciousness so yeah. it's ideally hopefully the most ridiculous thing i can think of so i do mm. think mine mine tends to be in the in the realm of ridiculousness but sometimes but anyway he uh it was a crowd work thing and i was just like oh he was like lucky on the night and he was like no your reactions are really funny and i was like oh my oh, god, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> hey, daddy you know because like <laughs> irish parents are like kind of more like yeah good job or you know we're just yeah. it's more subtle so yeah me and my sisters will tell each other the compliments my dad has. Oh my God, if, he, oh, if, so if anybody funny. knows him and they're listening to this, don't tell him back because he'll be like, what? No, have I not been expressing myself enough? Yeah, no, he'll that's feel so good. Bad. He needs to know that. Uh, no, 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 don't tell <laughs> yes, him. Don't he tell does, him. Dad. He'll like say things good about my sister and then I'll tell her. Or when my boyfriend, when he met my boyfriend, he was telling his friends that he really liked him. So my sister was like, hey, dad likes Leland. He's telling. But it's like funny and because. Leland was like, well, he didn't say anything to me. Leland doesn't care. He's yeah, like, he happy didn't even to be quiet. Say no. He called him the wrong name, but uh, <laughs> I hope not the name I called. He was calling him Keelan because he just—I don't know why he got it in his head. His name was Keelan, Keelan. and then he—it became like a joke. But then he, when we when he met him, he was like, "Hi, Keelan," and we were like, "Ah, oh, he's joking." And he was like, "Well, at least I didn't call you Leland." And I was like, "No, Dad, his <laughs> name is Leland." <laughs> and he was so like, funny. "Oh, I'm just so confused <laughs> so now because he was like originally it was a joke, but then yeah, he confused himself." He so comes much. back. He comes back. He goes like, "Ah, uh, Katie, I love you," and this is how much. And it says like Keelan and yeah, Katie yeah. forever, <laughs> just a tattoo. <laughs> but wait, so what about you? You came? Did you come to do comedy or no? I came here. So I moved to America. 10 slash 11 years ago and I came here for college mm -hmm. I went to Minnesota because I had an uncle that lived there and my parents were like we're we're not gonna send you anywhere where we don't know people you know so he sent me there I lived with my uncle for at least like a couple months six months or so um, yeah, and I came here for education. I wanted to be an accountant. Wow. Uh, yeah, as weird as that sounds, you know, I was like obsessed with it. And yeah, and then my, so the thing is I used to be a television actor back home in mm. Pakistan. Wow. Yeah, I did acting professionally for like six, seven years. I was on all TV shows when I was a kid. That's so cool. I know, it was great. I loved every second of it. It was, it was tiring, but it was great. Yeah. And then... My last semester in college, I forgot to take one general class. So, like, you have to take a general class to be able to pass, and I forgot to take that. And they were like, hey, you should take it. I was late to, like, enroll in it. So they were like, well, you missed an exam, but you can cover it up. You can go to this audition. It was like living in a life or whatever class. <clears throat> you can go to this audition give this audition for this theater play you know write about the experience how it was yeah. and then you know send in the paper and i'll give you extra credit and you can pass this class so i was like okay so i took the audition i got the lead role wow so i was like oh before graduating i've done this before let me just do it again so i did it and yeah towards the end of it i was like why did i ever stop yeah. you know like i love acting that is who i am because i've been acting since i was like five years old yeah so i was like oh okay i need to get back into acting so then i started googling what acting is you know how to get into it and then there's this agency called john casablanca scam if anybody's hearing and they called me. They were like, hey, we like saw your application. We would love for you to come. And it, I swear to God, it was like, it felt like out of a movie, that whole experience. So he, this, this guy came in, you know, just a fat guy, bald. He had like gold rings and a suit. And he came in and he had like strobe lights and fog machines and everything. And he was like telling how he can make us like big successful artists. 
and he had like planted some people in the audience mm-hmm. it was really clear because he was asking them like do you want to be an actor and the guy was like ah, i don't know he goes like if you don't show enthusiasm get the fuck out of my class and they like kicked that guy out oh and he did God. it like a couple times so everybody was on edge they were like oh i really want to make it yeah. you know and then he had like one-on-one auditions and they were like well if you make it only some of you're gonna make it we'll call you tomorrow if you do and then he called me tomorrow like hey come to the office you know you were great and i went in and they were like well you're great we'll send you out for auditions tomorrow but you know you have to like pay for these classes you have to do these classes first it's like four grand or whatever so i was like fuck this you know so then i left i called my dad and my dad was like why don't you just like look up people who have done it before who look like you you know like indian people so i was like okay so then i have wikipedia as he's unsorry and it says started his career as a stand-up comic. So I was like, oh, maybe that's how you do it. Yeah. So then I Googled what stand-up comedy was. <laughs> I Googled how you become a stand-up comedian. I love how Google is like your best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I Googled how to become a stand-up comic. And they was like, well, start going to open mics. I Googled open mics near me. And Acme was near me. And I just went up, signed up. And Acme's open mic is huge. They had like 300 people there. Yeah. So my first time ever doing stand-up was in front of like 300 people. Yeah. No prep, no nothing. The time I searched what stand-up was and the time that, like, I decided that I want to do stand-up to the time I did it were, like, two hours apart. Yeah. I did it. I did some, like, really hacky stuff. Got some laughs. I was like, oh, I guess this is how I make it. Yeah. And then I just, you know, fell in love with this art form and, you know, yeah, it gets me to express myself. And, yeah, that's how I got into stand-up. It's amazing because it does feel like faith. It does feel like it was like you like de- your destiny you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is crazy there's like so many things uh, like other than that that have happened to me that i'm like oh you know like i should like keep doing it you know there's just uh, some signs that you're like oh okay you know maybe you know so how long have you going. been doing it seven years like, as well no like six, six. maybe but you're yeah. great thank you yeah, 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 yeah. You're super talented you know um, what thank you yeah baby. we just did a really fun thank immigrant you. show together so. yeah oh yeah it was so fun, fun to be in the green room and be like oh my god we're all immigrants yeah it's fun i liked it the crowd was great yeah. the place is lovely i got the venue a, is lovely yeah i got such a nice message afterwards and i forgot to promo my like album i yeah. know i keep forgetting and it's so annoying this is like the perfect time to do it yeah. you know like a full odd whatever but uh someone messaged me and i was like well i'll tell them and yeah. they wrote like such a nice compliment and i was like well you know i'd love if you could if you want to see like a full set i'll be recording my taping blah nice. blah blah. and they were like oh we actually just like flew home <laughs> <laughs> but can't wait for you and to come to Virginia. blah 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 yeah. and i was like ah whatever yeah, yeah. um uh oh, that's great yeah no um do you still act yes I just got back into it now because when I started doing stand up, I like put like acting on the side and then I got an acting agent now and I've been going on auditions and stuff like that. Just trying to get back into it. And you do it all full time, right? You don't have a day job, do you? I do currently, but for the time being, yeah. 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 I mean, it's honestly like people a bit like my boss was like laughing about. Well, he was like, you don't really need to work here because yeah, I work yeah. one day a week. And it was like what do you think we make yeah (laughs) i'm like yeah i could technically i can live off comedy but my rent is cheap as chips yeah um and because of like i can make like i could do like an odd promo thing on instagram and that would like cover the rent and so yes i can but it's like i want to have a house one day i'm like i'm I'm still gonna work here one day a week unless i because that one day a week goes straight into savings yeah and i make like 
150 to 300 there 300 on a good day like a day yeah 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 so it's like i'm never, I'm never gonna give this up unless i'm like <laughs> yeah my name's in lights you uh, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah like i want to have a kid when you're like yeah, yeah yeah when you're like i don't i don't have time for this you know yeah. yeah and like we'll see like i was nervous because two weeks ago my boss is amazing but he was like we might need you to stay like past seven sometimes if we start getting busier and i was like and i'd say my face was just like fuck oh, like yeah. because no. like yeah. shows start between yeah. seven and eight but then the following week when I got there, I, I was like, yeah, I've got shows tonight at seven. And he was like, don't worry about it. We got this. And I was like, oh, okay. oh nice. so I think he was just kind of yeah, like, a great place. yeah, it's the best. And he was like, I'm going to buy loads of tickets. He hasn't done it yet, but he's yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to buy tickets for your special. <laughs> I'm going to buy loads. And I was like, just buy who's well, coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want empty <laughs> seats. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But no. And then he like stuck a bunch of posters for me and I have to oh, go, I'm going to drop over stickers. But my yeah, because my boss like sat me down and goes like, oh. Uh, so I saw you on the internet <laughs> and I know you do comedy. So I assume you're going to leave us at some point. <laughs> Wait, you know? what's your job? I, I work for like Amazon and uh, this and the guy was like sat me down and he goes like, okay, how about you brainstorm ideas of how you can use your stand up skills into the company wow. and I'll just like, you know, kind of like make a position for you and kind of like you can help us you did do that funny and stuff. Sentences? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like office jokes, you know, just <laughs> yeah. to like keep everybody yeah, out. Yeah, moral. You know? <laughs> yeah. Who are they like what if are they? They started call? doing puns. If they were sending daily puns to the office, that would like push people to Oh yeah. To like per- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, Oh, uh, this yeah. is bad. How, I can't even do a pun. I'm like have a good day like bleh, yeah, yeah. Even, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Be the, just like I'll, if that was my job i would just google puns uh, google so puns and just so submit so those I you know pun, I hate um, puns. but what are they called the jester jester those were the people right that made the kings laugh oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we had like in old ireland um yeah they were like storytelling is like a big thing because they would That's, have had like storytellers wow, yeah. in um in the like like that was like a job and so someone would do like yeah so i feel like irish people are really naturally funny anyway so uh it's just a big part of the let me so so what's the what's the class is there still like like a class system i should say people from ireland yeah um class (laughs) system no not like here not like i mean i don't like but like for example like those people like do they have like a particular like surname or something like that storytellers yeah like, how are they treated nowadays? Are they like, because like I know back home, like in Indian culture or Pakistani culture in specific, uh, they're like different families that were assigned to do that. Oh. Like we have like a, there's like an art family. Like they oh. would be the people who would produce like singers and actors and storytellers mm-hmm. and writers. And they're not regarded in a higher status. Because I come from like an upper class family. Yeah. And a lot of like my relatives back home in villages, when they found out, they're like, oh, he's going to start doing work that that family does. You know, like yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's considered it's it's that classist still. No, it's, it's like really weird. Yeah. We don't like have like traditional storytellers anymore. It would have yeah. been it, I think it would have been passed down from family. I think that I know that yeah. other things like. Uh, healing things are passed down to family so there's yep. like a wart person and they still exist in yeah. Longford where my family live now and you can go and the lady says a prayer for you and she just needs to know your last name and I'm telling you when I was younger I had a wart in my hand and it fucking worked really? fucking worked and then there's <laughs> but another that's so specific just for warts I know that's which it. we all know is now like a form of like HPV or yeah, something yeah, she's yeah. like curing vi- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know but it did work because I remember I had it on my I had like a bunch on my hand and I was only like 
six or seven and we tried the freezing thing a bunch of things and my dad uh, was like do you know what like when next time let's you come go down, to the wart lady yeah yeah that's what it's called <laughs> called the wart lady and then there's a guy in the town with a cure for burns and apparently he like licks a lizard but oh, I, I no. don't know how yeah but they've been pa- they pa- get those like cures get passed down um, so do the ward lady do they give you something or do you just like blow on it or I they're like just tell her. me your name just I'll pray your for you your full name so like Katie Murren Boyle is my full name Yeah. and you pay I, at the time it was five Irish pounds so yeah. I just paid that and that was it. Went away within like a few days. I remember being wow. like, "Wow, magic is real." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have a similar thing back home. We have like, uh, kind of like you can call it like priests or uh, per se. You know, they'll ask your name, your date of birth, and they'll like go through like these like stars and stuff like that, and then they'll pray for you, or they will tell you like, you know, I this was a good move, this wasn't a good move. In India, that happens. Like people look at your birth chart mm-hmm. and tell you like exactly like, okay, change your name yeah you should marry this person because that's a good fit if you don't you know yeah so like so like our culture like people don't realize indian culture is a really old and an extremely rich culture yeah yeah there's like so many things yeah so wait so this is me being ignorant indian culture is different to pakistani culture it's the same because india and pakistan were the same country up until 1947 yeah like joe biden is older than pakistan like yeah yeah that's how you need to know how new of a country it is i knew it was like new but i guess i never thought about yeah what was the culture before that's how new it is like when joe biden was born british were still ruling india like that's how either that's how old he is or that's how young pakistan is but uh, yeah so like indian culture is our culture but then within india also because it's like a couple billion people there are like different like cultural you know like subsections you know like i come i'm I'm punjabi so like i come from like the punjab culture you know the people with the turbans like six yeah you know they're also punjabi like that's their religion but culturally they are punjabi yeah like i speak the same language as them our food our clothing and everything is the same as them obviously the religious belief is different but everything else is the same okay i connect with that culture more than anything else so you'd be muslim punjabi yeah yeah yeah. but but we're like the warrior class you know the class uh, thing is interesting because Irish people can message me and correct me yeah. if you want, but I don't feel like I ever really saw classes yeah. until I came to America. Really? Um, yeah, because I, it's here, it's very evident because I worked in Greenwich for a while and that's like yeah. the real upper class. But over here, it's like more based off of money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas in Ireland, I don't, there is definitely different classes. And you can kind of tell by people's accents. So let's say if you're living in yeah, Dublin, yeah, yeah. you'll hear like a D4, which kind of sounds nearly British accent. Really? Sorry if I'm offending anybody <laughs> right now. But it's like very posh. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you've obviously gone to this certain school. Your parents obviously have money. And then the the different accents, like my accent is kind of like an in-between, like slightly country sometimes, but slightly Dublin because mm. I lived on the outskirts. Yeah. So like in the, in the, the place where people who worked in Dublin but couldn't afford to live in Dublin. So uh-huh. it's definitely like a... But yeah, I don't. It's just, but th- I don't know. It's I've never really saw as rich people as I did here. Like it's a, yeah. it's a b- totally different ballgame. Well, I just yeah. don't know if you can be that rich in Ireland. Yeah, I feel like in America it's about money. Like you can be from any background with any last name, but once you have a lot of money, you are, you know, yeah. it might like even like even like people like to like divide everybody based off of race. But once you have enough net worth doesn't matter what even the color of your skin is you're rich you will be treated as that and i realize that 
the first time I ever flew business class, like internationally, that's when I realized I was like, there's a different world yeah. <laughs> when you are a rich. And that's the world I would like to be. In, well, that's you know? why I feel like so America, nice. um, that idea that anybody can get rich and get out it of there. It is true. It stops, it stops them. People kind of being like, actually, we should have free health care. We should have like yeah. free access to education because the whole thing is like, well, maybe I'll make, maybe I'll invent a toothbrush that can you, know, you can also yeah, scratch yeah, your yeah. arse with and it's self-cleaning yeah, and yeah. I'm going to be famous. Famous, yeah. I think, yeah, I think, but that is the biggest appeal for this country. You yeah, know, yeah, it's, for like, immigrants. it's like made by the people and you can be, like I said, you can be anybody and make it. Like the, the guy who owns... Um, I think it's the Panthers, I believe. Carolina Panthers. He's like a Pakistani guy. I believe that's the right NFL team. Yeah, he's a Pakistani guy. He came to America as a student. His yeah. first job was working $4 an hour washing dishes at a restaurant. Yeah. And now his net worth is like $14 billion or something. Yeah. Like, some, yeah, something crazy like that. So, you know, yeah, yeah the immigrant dream is... Or the American dream is like a reality, you know. Yeah. And, and if you really can... You, you know, if you really try, you can make it, you know, here. There are, like, no limits. Because I, I, in Pakistan especially, you know, because I can only talk about that country because I'm from there. Like, over there, you know, you need to know people or you need to come from a family to be able to access things and make it rather easier than somebody with no name. Yeah, yeah. I think it might be the same in Ireland, too. Like, I just don't think you can be as rich as the rich here. I do think yeah. you, could get, you could go to college, get a good job and have like a nice house and like yeah. a nice place <laughs> in Dublin. But I do think like there's a lot of like who knows who, who's related yeah. to who, because it's such a small country. It's so, like yeah, in yeah, the yeah. entertainment business, sometimes 100%. it can really help. If, 100%. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, like, well, you're, co uh, you know, and that can even help with the guards sometimes, you know, yeah. like the police. For, like, there's a yep. lot of these like it's such a small country sometimes so yeah. like knowing people can uh, and having connections but again um yeah look working hard and you know if you get you know like i mean the thing in ireland is anybody can really go to college because it's yeah. set up so well and anybody if something happens i feel like there's a good infrastructure for if you get sick and the healthcare. Yeah. so you can have a really nice life in ireland and a yeah. nice like your family can be set up whereas here i feel like yeah you can M hopefully one day be a millionaire but fuck me you could really die trying you know because <laughs> i feel like the the concept of like a good life is very different because mm. here you know when you think about like a successful life or a good life the concept is having like a big house yeah. having like cars having like luxury in mm. life i feel like in some countries especially european countries having a good life is like having good kids yeah. a strong family strong connection family. you know like, I'm a romantic, you know, and most of my favorite movies, I feel like, are, like, romantic movies where there is some sort of, like, um, like British people involved, like, including Ireland. I don't know. Yeah. If, like, have you seen we that movie Leap Year? British. I know. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that movie Leap Year? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a great movie. Yeah. I it's, like, it. one of my favorite it's movies. so cute. You know? Yeah, but, like. The guy is so funny in it, too. He's like, yeah. all right, whatever. He's such an Irishman. Really? Yeah, he's perfect, like, where he's like all right, go on and have your strop. I'm just going to wait over here. And she's yeah. like storming off into the field. <laughs> but even if you like see that movie, have you seen that movie? Um, uh, why am I forgetting that? Uh, about time yeah yeah that's, that's a great movie no that's you're right literally some one of, of my favorite movies i love some of the british shows and i have a whole joke yeah. about it but i i do really like british shows i think and i love yeah. some of their movies are just yeah about time is and that's an irish guy yeah Donald there Houston, you go okay yeah. perfect so like like that right there 
you know even like if you pick up any bollywood movie the whole idea is you know like oh like success is like falling in love with the perfect girl you know blah blah over here like let's say wolf of wall street that's about like getting money sticking it to the man and then just making it or like mm-hmm. it'll be a movie about a sports team just yeah. having success and ah. you're just winning so yeah, you know like so yeah so like i feel like that's why you know the mentality of people uh like correlating success to like certain things is very different that's why you know those societies are more like uh community based and over here it's a lot of like individualistic and individual based Mm -hmm. you know and i hate that like i was saying to my sisters i feel very lucky that my dad (coughs) remarried had a bunch of kids because i just have like a constant friend group you know with them which is so nice and i'll have that forever and that kind of like we we have you know we'll always have like a great relationship let's say because there's something with family where you know your banter your humor is yeah. similar you're like you could even get mad at each other for a second we're just a family you'll be fine or you could yeah. be like hey what the fuck's going on here yeah, and you're yeah, like yeah. oh sorry i just gotta know you know what I mean? it's yeah, different yeah. like your friend's not gonna get offended but uh yeah. i think i love that and i love like relationships and love and all of that and i think about that's for me what would be success like having a good family one day um having a good relationship with my current family you know i obviously don't speak to my mother but that's because it was affecting my mental health i do i feel very lucky that yeah. i have like my cousin a good support system yeah. In life, yeah but then i look at like when i was living in greenwich or just visiting greenwich um uh you know i was looking at some of the houses and, and my cousin brought me to some of their f- friends houses and i was like this would give me so much anxiety this house is too big because i would feel so guilty having someone yeah, to clean yeah, yeah. it yeah, yeah um like even my grandmother when we like i remember like um they got her like someone to clean the house but she was cleaning the house before the cleaner would come because she'd be too embarrassed and so like that's like whereas this apartment is like i never want to have a massive house yeah, yeah. Like, you know i want a house that i everything fits right and it looks nice and but i mean the idea of a mansion or the idea of like <laughs> like if i ever make it i'm gonna be like gi- giving money to my that's dad good. like here we want to you want to buy your like I, I mean or like investing in something that makes me feel I, less guilty for having the money i know yeah. that's such an irish <laughs> catholic thing oh i'm like totally out of frame here in this our 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 house <coughs> yeah you can get it. our house back home is kind of like a mansion but there's like oh, yeah. so many people living in there yeah yeah that's crazy too yeah but we, we yeah but it's like yeah i don't I know. still remember like growing up like lunchtime or dinner time was with everybody yeah that's so, so like nice. my grandfather will sit on one chair and it'll be like all me my uncles aunts cousins yeah. and we'll all have dinner together i love like that. a thanksgiving meal that people have here yeah. we would do that every day yeah, yeah, yeah. but as soon as but as we grew older you know and like people started like moving around like even me right now my parents are in pakistan my sister is in london my yeah. brothers are in dubai i'm here you know so we're all like separate you know yeah. in like other places of the world but like it was my brother's wedding this summer and we all got together and that like one week was just amazing you know because we were all together all the yeah. time you know you kind of like reminisce yeah yeah those are some things that you miss but i feel like living i've been alone for the past like 10 years since i've been here you know i've always lived alone sometimes with roommates but also that's also still alone because you have your own privacy and stuff like that that's also addicting to a certain point yeah. in your own way because you're set in your own ways it's hard for you to listen to other people I know. telling you what to do. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that that is addicting in itself, too. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. And I think, you know, my therapist always says this, like, and I think about it a lot, like run to the self. And I've grown up with so many people around me and that 
for a long time in New York, I had like so many friend groups, so multiple friends, like yeah. so many people's problems to listen to, to distract me from my own fucking voices in my own yeah. head that I actually was exhausting me and I was doing yep. no time with my, and ever since I've been like putting in boundaries, which people get really pissed off about, by the way. <laughs> and it's like, actually, I'm not a qualified you therapist. Don't, you don't want to, you don't want to be on the phone with me for three hours or like, no, nah, well, kind of not. <laughs> oh my God. I've, I've had, and it's, I am definitely the problem because I've had so many friendships where I it gets too much and I go oh I did it again and I have to be like sorry this is actually too much for me I, I can't yeah. and then they get so pissed off because it's like what well, you're not gonna be at my every back and call and I'm like yeah. no but ever since I've been like putting in those boundaries yeah. with people it's so my I feel like refreshed <clears throat> I'm sleeping yeah. because I'm not listening when you listen especially if it's like if you're in the same job and all of their anxieties and you're trying to give them all this positive energy, yeah. it takes away from yourself. Yeah. That's why even like doing stand up, it's, it's, it's always recommended to have friends outside of stand up yeah. too and spend time with them. And that's you know? really hard because when yeah. you have a friend group outside of stand up and you can't do all the things they're doing, they they can't help it but they tend to forget about you and that's totally fine and yeah. you're just kind of the friend that hops in and hops out because you can't do all the weekends away you can't do all the yeah. sessions at the weekend yeah. and you're kind of not in on the inside jokes anymore so you have to be very much like okay well i've chose comedy and it can be hard it's like yeah yeah i mean it hard. is hard and it's like lonely because yeah. we were talking about this before, you know, when you start doing comedy, you're at open mics with everybody, you know, so it feels like a community thing. But once you start going on the road, like quite a bit, you know, it's you're just by yourself. You That's know? why I love with Leland. Like I had him come open with me in Fairfield and yeah. it was so nice. I was like, oh, it's so good that we're in a relationship and that he doesn't have an ego about opening for me that's yeah that really helps and then he like sets them up great for me and even the audience at one part because he did a joke we both have corresponding jokes where he talks about how dogs are better and his girlfriend thinks cats are better and vice versa but so i had to tell them i was like oh yeah i have to tell you it's leland because he just did it yeah and they were all like oh my god they were like oh, looking we, at him yeah and they loved it differently yeah and it was so funny because he just has two like he has two minutes on it i have 15 minutes on it and i was like wow that is such a woman move to be like really well I know here you go yeah, yeah yeah here are my points yeah, 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 by yeah. the way i fucking yeah. win yeah, yeah but they were loving that so it was like really it was a great it was actually better than some of the experience i've had where i've had f bring friends open um just because yeah i don't know it was like nice and i don't think i think a lot of comedians are reluctant to be in a relationship yeah uh, because of like ego and comparing each other but i feel like we're very lucky so what was my point in that you said it can be it can be very lonely yeah, yeah. yeah just getting the bus by yourself somewhere and then like you, you, the people you grew you came up with get very jealous if they feel like you're doing better which can be there's that yeah. element of jealousy in comedy or because i remember someone was bitching about someone they used to be friends with and they were like they never make an effort with me anymore and i knew that that person was just getting really successful and was just really busy and i had to say to this person i was like i don't think this is about you i just don't think they have the time right now and i'm sure yeah. when the dust settles you guys will have but like you're the one with less time now i think it's on you to like maybe meet them at their place yeah. maybe like and but i just think the person was feeling very insecure about the friend kind of having a step gone a step yeah. ahead you know i mean that happens like pretty much in every place career yeah job. in every career yeah, yeah that's not just people like just get specific. yeah yeah it could be yeah. even like irish like in um for the irish people like in football they'll rec like in gah they'll be like 
you know there's people will understand like sometimes yeah. they might want to be like a four a mid mid play okay i don't actually yeah. this is the worst <laughs> analogy to use because i don't know fucking i was words. like what is going on <laughs> oh, is that terrible analogy? See, i don't know like because because for me i feel like it's it's I'm, i've been very lucky and it's been very different because um like even like not even the people i started with like most of my friends were like ahead of me you know yeah like I was very lucky because I was taught that, you know, they're like, they've helped me out. Yeah. And it has always been like a thing for me to help other people out, you know, exactly. or like maybe like started a couple of years after me with advice and with like directions and help that I can give because people did that for me, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in that way, I feel like very lucky that I have mm-hmm. always been like uh, grateful that I was like surrounded by like, you know, yeah. nice people. And, That's you amazing. Know, yeah, I hope I stay that way a long time and everybody else stays that way a long time too you know but yeah i've had like similar experiences where people have definitely helped me out and i've helped people out too but i have had a, the experience where i've helped people out and they have expected too much from me and yeah. not even like not even a fucking thank you yeah so that sometimes really bothers me where it's like yeah of course i'll do this for you or of course i'll recommend you or of course i'll film this for you of course and then all of a sudden i'm like Wait, they didn't even say, they didn't even give me a coffee. I was like, thank you. <laughs> Whereas I'd say like, I brought Chansu to open and I I did say like, um, you know, I've only asked for myself to headline. I don't know if they already have an opener and, and you might not make, you're not going to make the money it's going to yeah. cost for a fucking hotel. But, um, cause I'll be paying out of the money that I'm making, but you'll get a contact with that comedy club and you know i'll try if whatever money i get i'll try to foot the bill for the hotel or whatever and she was like yeah you know that's great and she had such a great time and she met the the booker and the booker was like we'd love to have you down a host you're an amazing host like if you want to come for like a weekend she was like definitely you know and it's like that's the door they like i hosted there before and then i hosted for a weekend and now a few years later i'm getting the headline there yeah so uh she got me like a book and wrote like a little note in it yeah, like thank so you cute. and i was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i was like and the first time des had me open for him i got him like a box of chocolates and a card and he was so funny he was like it's always women who do this he was like men don't do this so this is yeah, like that so is true <laughs> like i i mean yeah that could be it too because i know uh i have a friend uh she was visiting from london she's a comic in london you know she stayed at my place <gasps> katie yeah yeah oh my katie god was katie there. green and she's I, the best yeah i wasn't home <coughs> and she stayed at my place and i came back home there was like chocolates and a card Aww. so i was like oh that's very sweet yeah and that's all i called you her back i was like oh, that's very sweet of you that's all <laughs> you, you have, have to, to do, do that <laughs> yeah and it can be like- i don't know i i think b- with me it's very different because i'm like so i i consider myself religious you know mm-hmm. and you know and maybe it's the belief in me and stuff like i never because i'm always like i even if i'm like helping somebody or doing anything nice for me it's not all it's not about like getting anything back because yeah f- it's me just being good with god i feel like yeah but i <laughs> like for me like that's the main motivation than anything else but i also think maybe i don't know maybe it's because you're a man i don't know i do feel Could like be. when i help and all and i want to and sometimes it's good but certain people take way too much where i feel like oh do they think i'm like this is you're asking way too much from me like i can't physically does that make sense where yeah, it's yeah, like I it's like it. too much and, i get it yeah. and there's no not even a thank you yeah, yeah, not yeah. even a and like for me i remember saying it to my therapist i felt very like someone had really like expected too much from me and i was like i was like oh, i'm oh i've always been happy to help but it's getting to the point where it's multiple people and it's too much or whatever and i felt i felt guilty for saying that and i was like you know what i i just would have appreciated a thank you or at this one person i did something where they went and got themselves a coffee and then 
came back and there wasn't a coffee for me and I felt like I'd done so much and I was like well you know what I would have loved I would have loved a coffee I'll get you a coffee after (laughs) but my point is I was saying to my therapist like is that bad that I feel this way and she was like no the fact that you you give too much you're like you're you're and and you're not feeling like um uh like the person respects it or appreciates it you can feel you can start to get feel very underappreciated so now I know you're like oh well it's good with God but it's like I I'm I get to the point where I'm like do they, do they want me to also lie on the ground where there's a puddle? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I think, have you done that test, like the love languages test? Uh, yeah. The five, which one was yours? Oh, no, I just did the attachment test. No, but do you know the uh Mine are all. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's it's gifts for you and words of affirmation. No, I don't want gifts. It's not gifts for me. For me, I the only reason why I'm... Do you like gifts? Uh, I mean, I, but my point is I like it all. Okay, so if I'm in a relationship and a person gets me a gift, I'm like, yay. But I would rather uh, them turning up. Like, actions is definitely, like, because Leland's not great with his words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he does get always get me, like, a little gift when he goes away, and I really like yeah. it. But he turns up for things. Or, like, with my sister yeah, being so here. Yeah, so, like, time. Yeah. Time. Time is one. Quality one time one. and, like, Beautiful. actions. No, no, it's it's physical touch. Oh, so then quality time. Quality yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quality time and gifts. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say gifts. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I was just using that. No, because I was just using that as an example. Because <laughs> yeah, 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 in okay. Ireland, I find this is part of our culture where if someone does something really nice for you and goes out of, the, out of their way for you, we've always, I would always get like someone like a little box of chocolates or a little, yeah. and I think it was just a string of people that expected me to do so much where they don't even fucking ask me how I am. So yeah, like I that's, that's the like, thing. Yeah. I think that's like a, that could be like a cultural thing too, because I know back home too, when we're like visiting so- someone, you have to bring something with you. It's oh my like God. You always bring like when it the is. girls are coming for tea, they'll be like, let me get the biscuits or, yeah, you know, yeah. so it it's is, just it a is. culture shock. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do that's love taking is. care of people too. So it's my, <laughs> issue <laughs> yeah. i need to pull back if i can't yeah. physically do it yeah I, I think yeah that's you'll you'll get americanized i know but it's, <laughs> i was thinking about this the other day and i was like this is so sad that this is making me bitter that i have to because i like to help but i also need to not want to help everybody that's yeah. ridiculous yeah like that's that's like whereas you're like oh i'm doing this and i'm being thankful for god but yeah. i don't think you were probably doing as like i was like every day like someone needed something and i was like well i gotta go such and such needs me to help with this <laughs> i'm like such and such oh, needs I me have, to go over and video i'll give you an example i've helped literally all of my friends move so oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, does yeah, the same yeah, too. yeah. well i mean that's like the but hardest I bet you they thing. got you like oh a pizza god. or something right no. okay well then fuck your friends stop <laughs> no. this shit with no, oh i'm happy nice with god people. no they could have at least did they help you did they help you with anything i'm sure they've helped you with other stuff it's not just you with their love Oh, get the and fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, well, still, is the friendship just you doing everything for them? And you know, they're nice people. I like their company. You need- I feel like, here, here's here's what I feel like. And maybe that, like, turns into, like, relationships, too. Because I feel like one thing that I had to be, and I, and I respect a lot, like you're saying, quality time, right? Yeah. I feel like the thing that I have yeah that that is more valuable than anything else is time you know no, i'm with you so much because there was one friend who i did feel like oh you know i was being like a therapist let's say they were calling me multiple times a week yeah. all about the problems and and i get it that this th- this is partially my fault because i love listening and giving advice okay yeah, yeah. but i kept saying like hey can we hang out for a coffee 
and every week then it was like helping me with like certain aspects of their work asking questions and I was on the phone helping multiple times yeah and then months are come past and I was like can we meet up for that coffee and eventually I was like I just want a coffee <laughs> I just want to see like so for me it was the like the theme I was, of this podcast is buy Katie no, a coffee no I didn't want them to buy me the <laughs> coffee see her. but my point is that I just wanted them to spend time with me and yeah, be like I, I appreciate that you were on the phone every five seconds for me I, and you know, I appreciate that you've been helping me with these certain elements of work or that you've read this big thing. And I think I think it's the quality time. Like, I don't want to be yeah. just a friend that's hidden away like your own paid therapist. Like, yeah. hang out with me. Yeah. And yeah, I think, too, that's my thing. I don't want to be just... I want you to actually spend time with me, ask me how I am, too, but not yeah. just... Uh, yeah, not just yeah, an just unpaid like therapist. Not yeah, just yeah. a... Because you, you mentioned therapist. Like, wh- when did you get your therapist? Over like, a year ago. Over a year yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah. Like, what triggered Oh, sorry, it? a year ago in October. Just, I got in a relationship with Leland, and I was like, I'm going to fucking ruin this. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, you're like, un- I need a therapist unhealthy. for that. How has it been so far? Yeah, yeah, it's great. I, I do see it's funny because there is things that I can see, like, how, like, I know how to start an argument, if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so it did you know like oh did it help you yeah i'm winning fights oh, now, no, no. now <laughs> i don't do that because <laughs> yeah. i think like for me i've always been with really argumentative men and really toxic men yeah. and i loved that when i look back i know this is really yeah. unhealthy to say but, but i loved that's it. like a young girl yeah i loved a good argument do. i love yeah. a possessive guy yeah. like a jealous guy it meant yeah. that they really cared about me which is because you're like I, I know i can change him yeah 100 i'm a yeah, fixer okay, that's yeah. why i fucking end up like in my friendships like this like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me help let yeah, me fix and then they're like that's just yeah and then they're like what do you mean you're not free at 3 a.m to come over and fucking help my cat vomit <laughs> and i'm like what how, how did i get <laughs> to this yeah, point because yeah. but i get it i feel like i feel like that's the mistake that i was making a lot because i grew up on bollywood and it's <laughs> all about romance right so i was like a very romantic person so i had a hard time like moving here and dating people and then you know like most of my friends were female so i would like ask them you know so i clicked and then feel like yeah i feel like you know, in my early twenties, I yeah. was I was I was uh, somewhat a mean person. But I know it's hard to admit and look back and be like, yeah, I dated toxic people, but I also was. Yeah, I was toxic. toxic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I liked it. You know, I yeah. was like, oh my god, he checked my pulse to see if I was lying. I would give me something to talk about, and it's like, <laughs> bitch, read a book. Like, I don't know, watch the news. You go home, it's like it's like, hey, it's our anniversary. Do you want to do a lie detector test? <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what, what my ex. Like, I literally stayed <laughs> with a guy who checked my pulse. It was insane. really. That's yeah. so funny. And I mean, and I think part of me, I don't react when people are crazy around yeah. me. And I think that's where my role was. Like I am have a, had a really high tolerance of crazy. Yeah. So being with Leland, it was like, well, if he's not the crazy one, am I going to be the crazy one? Yeah. And he's just so chill. And all, he was never, you know, the first few months of relationship, he's like not jealous, possessive, uh-huh. so fucking healthy. Like he has his own things that we've worked yeah. on. But I was like, oh, if I want to be in this healthy relationship, I need to work yeah. out my issues yeah. because i had a lot of issues and, yeah. and it was a game changer within the first month of just saying all the things that i was annoyed about of childhood or uh past relationships or yeah. friendships it was like really eye-opening and just getting that out and then i was like oh okay so i mean i could see how even like me and Lena will go to have an argument and i can see how like if i say this sentence this will like really fucking annoy him but i won't yeah, you know, yeah. I, oh, I, that's good. yeah, because I don't yeah. want to. You're checking yourself first. Yeah, yeah, and I think more people could do that. I get so annoyed when people do this thing, you know, like where it's. I talked about this last week with Leland, but I I see it all the time how people try to guilt or manipulate uh, or emotionally 
uh, engineer what to get what they want, and I fucking hate that. Say the fuck what you want. If, or say if you're not happy. Say if you don't want this. So like you know where it's like, fine. I guess I'll go to the store. I will stab you in your <laughs> face. Just say I don't want to go to the store. It's annoying. I mean, sometimes it is hard for people to do that too. You know? I know, like I I know I have a hard time saying no. You know, and it's not. Oh, like, I have a hard time saying no too. But I won't. Yeah. I won't do this. I'll just be like, okay, I'll do it. And it might be afterwards, like, oh, I got to learn to say no, but I won't make the person feel guilty. And that's what I hate. I'm saying when you guilt, and I think people do that a lot where they guilt trip or they manipulate or you're like, hey, this is upsetting me. And, you know, I kind of think we need to work on this for a relationship. And let's say you're in a relationship and all of a sudden they're like, well, you know, like if I were to start being like, well, my mother was really mean to me as a kid. And I'm like, Shh, that doesn't have <laughs> anything to do with them asking yeah, you to be yeah. on time for a date. Yeah. You know, like I just asked you, which mangoes should I yes. get? And you were like, well, I had mangoes once when oh, my mom was. There. Yeah. Or if Leland were like to, let's say, if he was like to be like, no, I don't want to. I can't bring down the laundry today. Like I've, I've done it the last three weeks can you bring it down and if i were like you know what i just remembered it's nearly december and that's my mom's <laughs> birthday yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like we're in february yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that's the yeah. shit that i think yeah, like yeah. people need to go to therapy for because i don't think they realize that you know I, and you know yeah. the real thing could the real thing in that situation could be just to be like i don't want to either i guess they'll you know or just fucking do it or whatever yeah. but just don't you don't always get your way and don't try to emotionally abuse people to get your way or whatever. Yeah, I I started doing therapy like 2 years ago probably. Did you, do you find it helpful? Yeah. Tell uh, all the Irish listeners. Yeah. I feel like even like Indian people we need to get on therapy, you know, cuz I think it's huge. It has helped me a lot, you know. But I have like an imposter syndrome. So it has like helped uh. me. Yeah. Maybe that was because you acted as a young kid. Yeah, probably could be. Yeah. One day I'm like, "Mm, I'm Kim Richard the third. (laughs) Just like, who am I? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I do that sometimes though too, where like, I'll pick up people's mannerisms, and then I'm like, why am I all of a sudden saying like the way I like if if I see like if my if someone's like says like woo nice, I'll all of a sudden then be like woo, woo," and then I'm like. Why did what? I? Yeah, yeah, that's not me. That's not me. That's a Katie. Who yeah, am yeah. I? And then yeah, I have like an existential crisis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine is always like, oh, do I like belong here? Like, oh, you know, you do. do I fit in? Yeah. You know, like, so that's I just always being have young that. as well. How old are you? Yeah, 29. Yeah, I, I swear to God, once you hit 30, you're like, I fit in everywhere. I don't give a fuck. It's like <laughs> yeah, a game changer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like, you know, like, like for me, it's like always like, um, like I, I like switched careers and started doing stand-up, which is, like, a very hard thing to do. Like, yes. from a very... I come from a very, like, comfortable life. Yeah. And from coming from a comfortable life to an uncomfortable situation. Uh, we're talking about this. I was talking to a friend about this yesterday. I was like, uh, you know, when you're young and everything is good for you, it's really hard for you as you grow older to be happy about, like, you know, minor successes. If yeah. you didn't have, like, a good life growing up, and you get older and you have minor success successes, mm-hmm. you like feel to champion that, you know, quite a lot because yeah. getting exposure to all the stuff at a young age does make you numb to like, you know, the feeling of being like happy oh. and stuff like that, you yeah. know. So that is like one thing. Yeah, um, I'm fine, though. Yeah, you poor no, little I'm rich fine. kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine but now. I, 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 for your defense, I do feel like I every success I have, I do feel like um or every nice thing because I didn't grow up with money and I didn't yeah, grow up yeah. with nice things. So I'm like, yeah. oh, like, 
oh like when i get a new iphone it's like oh my god it's like the most amazing and i saved up and i and i earned this money and i have it and i take care of it yeah, yeah. and i'm very selective of what i buy and i appreciate it so much yeah. or yeah i do feel like i've i've overcome yeah. something from like you know so i get that for me for me the the biggest thing was like the exercise that my therapist makes me do is um because she was like okay just imagine you you know just close your eyes imagine you as a seven-year-old self right you're standing there and you meet you right now yeah. not knowing that it is you at this age what would that seven-year-old think of this grown adult yeah and then I like sat back and I thought about it and I was like, well, everything I wanted when I was seven years old, I have that and more. Yeah. So like, you know, that person would be like very happy. You know, like, mm. okay, how about 20 year old you, you know, how about uh, like you from a year before, you know, yeah. and whatever I was like, oh, you know, they wouldn't be happy about this one thing. They were like, all right, let's start focusing on that one thing, you yeah. know, let's start working on that and blah, blah. So even like that small exercise helps me. Like I would, what I would do is like every New Year's, I will um you know mostly because i'm doing shows i'm like flying on on my flight i would write down like goals for that year and then i won't look at them yeah. the whole year yeah and at the end of the year i'll revisit them and like i realized like this year like everything on my goal list i had checked all of that that's amazing you know? but i never thought about it but it was like still at the back of my head that i was working towards you know yeah, so 100 yeah, percent. no i think yeah, that's, that's great right. I yeah think, i think goal lists Lists in general for what you want in a partner. Yeah, I make a friend. lot of lists. Me too. I'm a big lister. <laughs> Pros and cons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, once you have to start doing a pro or con of a relationship, it's probably time to fucking get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what do I like about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's time to leave. But yeah. um, the I think as well. So for you, uh, you know, so people will be like, oh, well, you know, why do you need to go therapy? And, you know, I, I can quickly say, well, you know, I don't I had a ick childhood or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I saw an amazing and I think that's I saw this amazing quote and it was from a therapist and it was like, it doesn't matter what childhood you had. If you had a childhood, yeah, you yeah. probably need therapy yeah, yeah. because from you, you're like, well, I was given everything. So now it's hard to know what I want yeah. and and I've had another friend who had a totally different life for me from where they were given every single opportunity yeah. but they became so talented in so many things it was hard to make a decision and they got really stressed out yeah and it's like that therapy would be great for them to help kind of like um not have their brain feel like yeah there's too much choice so it's like even if your parents weren't shitty par gr yeah. good parents fuck you up uh, yeah like all I, parents do i'm gonna by accidentally fuck up my kid by being like maybe th th there could be a thing where i'm like too ch like too understanding and they're like fuck you why yeah. can't you you <laughs> yeah. know this you know or whatever parents who discipline or and it's hard for parents and you know it's really yeah because like people. they think that they're doing like whatever is right but they don't realize sometimes that they might have left an impression on you yeah. that would like change your personality for the years going forward yeah. like i had this like conversation when i started doing therapy i would like have conversations with my sister like long conversations and she has kids you know yeah. and we would talk about this and i'll tell her that she needs to go to therapy too because she was like yeah a lot of things that happened uh to me as a child that i was like ah, i would never let that happen you know she goes like yeah but i like do that sometimes yeah. without realizing you know what effect it's having on it's you know learned behavior like my kid oh, you know here. and then i was like oh i gotta blah, blah, blah. but yeah, yeah because like obviously with mine 
no one should do what like one parent did that's totally yeah of course yeah. fuck that that's shite yeah but my dad's amazing and he's great but i still there's very there's like subtle things that he wouldn't even realize yeah and he's an amazing parent yeah. but it's like you know when i when i i have like serious like wee anxiety so if we're going on a road trip i'm like i gotta wee five times before we go yeah. and leland was like we can stop, stop. A lot. Like, like no you don't know what yeah, we, we can, can do that yeah so we're like you know but for like every that's like a dad thing where they're like we gotta oh, we'll go, go to the next thing and yeah. you got you gotta you gotta we before you go we got a long trip and they're just like very but and that's yeah. a, that's like that's not bad it's yeah. nothing but it's just like funny because it's <laughs> like i i i actually brought it up to my therapist like how do i not uh, freak out about my bladder all the time <laughs> now that we've cured all the other stuff can we yeah. talk about this yeah. <laughs> i because i find it funny i did that to my mom recently i went to dubai to visit like my family and my mom was there too and she used to do that to me as a kid you know every time i'll be like hey i want this you're like we'll go to the next store <sighs> and she was like shopping for some stuff and she was like hey i think i want to buy this and i looked at her and i like held her hand and i was like we're gonna get it in the next store. <laughs> and I just like oh, fold no. her out, and I looked at her. How does that feel? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Tell me, how does that feel? Yeah. So yeah, so even like it could be so such a minor thing, and it could be even that your parents are so amazing that you've spent your life like trying to like prove to them or look up to them. Yeah. So it can be any. Just fucking go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And try different therapists or try different things. Um, but yeah, mental health yeah. is really important. We 100%. should we should end this. What's your what do you want people to, I'm afraid the battery's gonna go. What's your want people to uh, follow? just just follow me everywhere. It's Mo Yakub Comedy. That's it. M O E Y A Q U B comedy. C O M E D Y, in case you don't know how to spell. And that's it okay great you don't have a podcast or anything like that no okay and then the video will be on patreon i think i'm kind of like that's oh, perfect yeah okay good um <laughs> and this episode there won't, won't be early episodes on patreon until after the special but please come if you live in new york but most of you don't so you can just watch it afterwards uh, yeah, and write uh, a good comment because you know fun. i'm gonna get yeah. all these bad male comments that i always get really oh my god every video of mine is just to catch a misogynist they don't oh. even watch it because yeah, they're like calm yeah. maybe that's something <laughs> else and i'm like mm, sorry sir yeah, yeah are you in the right place yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah they just hate they're me. like woman can't drive and she was like i did not mention about anything yeah, 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 transporting yeah. transport related at yeah, all completely yeah. yeah okay so anyway love you bye uh, bye Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.